Yeah, this is Gary again. I'm scrolling. <clears throat> it's uh as usual. Everyone wants to drop a mixtape, an album. Everyone wants to be an actor. It's nonstop small businesses, small businesses. <sighs> it's like rap, rap, album, business, rap, album. It might be just my timeline. Uh, model, model. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of it, and it's just like shit. Good God, like how many? How many? It can only be so many people that can be models. It can be so many people that can be actors. It can only be so many people. For the fact that don't those people need people to be supporting them, but the people that support you want to be the same thing. Who's gonna actually work to be the person to actually pay for that person to? It's like it's confusing me. Let me look at this. Her makeup is bad. Oh shit. How you not see the camera? Some stuff is bullshit. No, this is this is not good. What? Wait, what? Then what? What? I'm just confused. Stop making these men decide whether or not if you wife and material or not. If they weren't even raised by wives. So hold on a second. If I was not raised by a mom that's a wife, that means I don't deserve to be with a woman that's a wife. If my mom was a wife. This gonna trigger actually women. This is this is really gonna trigger women. I, I like it, but it that means that the man, but that would mean that as the man I wouldn't be able to actually dictate the woman that I'm with. She gonna I have to accept her any kind of way. Mm-hmm. I have to accept the woman. Any kind of way, marry her. Dude, because my mom wasn't married. Hmm. This is a doozy. Oh, shit. At the same time, women want to marry a rich man who wasn't raised by one. Facts. I need some water. Cause that was straight fire. Oh my god. There's water right here. Damn, that was a fire right there. No, it makes a lot of sense, especially when men have said women who grew up without a father don't know how to actually cause a real man. Yo, mm-hmm.
without a father. You're right. You're right. Relax. Keep reading. It has not. My wife had to prove to me that she was wife material, and I had to literally prove not only to her, but her husband that I was husband material. <sighs> this is some crazy shit. It's not her ability. Uh, it's like, I think my thing for me when I look at stuff like this is that I'm willing to commit to split myself up between two people. One person might have this, this, and that. Other person may not have this, this, and that. But they have this, this, and that, which the other person didn't have. So you divide it by two, in a sense. And then over time, one person can learn the traits of the other person. That way they become whole. And then they end up leaving me. It's basically how I think it should, it should work out. Don't you agree? Oh, wow. Did you call me or your husband did? No. I bet you're the husband. I said that. I'm petty. I happened to mistakenly text this number from like last year. Oh shit, I didn't drink my milkshake. And then the girl said, uh, oh, I don't work with the people anymore. Uh, and then I see a missed call because they think I'm using my real phone number. I'm not using my real phone number. Idiots. And then I'm I'm like the, the call ID says John Mac. I'm like, who the fuck is John Mac? And this number called me exactly at the same time of me texting this person. Are you deaf? Yes. Why do people wait a whole day and a week to say <laughs> Wait a whole day and a week to text. What the fuck is wrong with you? I've been, so I didn't, I think I said something about this. I've been trying to learn how to uh, do sign language. So I'm trying to find somebody that's consistent, that speaks sign language, that can probably talk to me, or sign with me, legitimately. But it's funny as fuck. No. Not happening. No, bro. No. I have not really noticed that. I would prefer the ASL community to talk to me more than the other community, which they talk about. Because they seem more and more positive and not sure about their ability to not be able to really hear and speak sometimes. I just did. That'll be so cool. I did nothing all day for the fact that I was thinking about everything. I could set up for the week to go work. And I found like this one job, this one job unloading trucks. Three days was going to be $591. I was like, oh shit, I want to do it. No car. No car. Even though it was like two hours away, because I would take the bus two hours to work. That's just that. And then after that, they doubled back on my ass and then posted bonuses, $90 this and this and that for six days next or eight days next week. From Monday to Thursday. And then it said $1,300 for, I don't know, it was eight days in total. 13 hours for eight days. I say, like, good God, no car. Can't even rent one for the eight days. Wouldn't, I don't even have enough. I was like, fuck, y'all just, y'all play. What am I going on about right now? Nothing much. I'm trying to just give in a little bit of stuff here. Not to completely leave high and dry. What? God damn. I wonder why. Whoa. You crazy? What's happened? What are you doing? I'm I'm no I'm bad, but I'm not horrible like that. I'm just no. No. Sir. 
I don't want to get in trouble. He might think I'm copying this shit. I just have a habit of saying that shit. Out of just boredom. But he's literally playing. No. Why? When I say no, it's because it's like, no, you're not a few extra pounds. Girl, you fucking 200 or something. No. You got 30 something more pounds on me. No. 30, 40 more pounds on me. Owner for soap? Selling soaps and music? Wait, what? Things I'll be reading, guys, it just. You look like a straight up, you know, you ever looked at somebody, you know, who you was compatible with to just be like having your kids, even if you didn't get along with them, you at least know your kids would probably come out healthy and like in shape and like you could do that. I'll be thinking that sometimes. Waking up on my sofa. Five years I was older. Here comes Wade. I'm I'm really considering visiting California. Yeah, no. No. Sir. I don't want to stay quiet too long. Will you? Okay, that was just rude of me to do that. So I think I must have been the next two hours organizing this room. But I was like, <sighs> a lot of people online at work, out in public. And I guess the whole function between people and society is this good and evil syndrome. Like in little ways, people are evil. In little ways, people tend to be good. And in in little ways, selfishness is a good and bad trait. Selfishness, I think, applies in a good way and in a bad way. Well, selfishness is like that one variant to the times table where it's like it's selfish to do things where everyone doesn't have to benefit from it but you and then selfishness is is, uh bad in the sense where you do something only for you and then you seek to gain from others in a greedily fashion it's the only rule to the exception between nothing good and bad but i think you'll see a lot of people do good things for a while and maybe become bad and then you'll see bad people become good and do good things to be good so you want one spectrum at one point or another i think that affects money so that thing that we people be talking about you see so much of it people want to be good and promote being good and good the more you promote good the more there are going to be bad people on the receiving end or good stuff happens to them they could be legitimately bad people. When you see good people, bad things happen to them. They could be legitimately good because why? You need the bad people to know who the good people are, and the good people need the bad people. I think that's a thing that that's every day. Like, and that's why the government likes to steal money. They're the whole rubric of good and evil. Like, they they don't be the rubric. They're there to create more bad. Whatever I think. There's good going on. Because fundamentally, when I be thinking about money, money be neutral until somebody decides to act upon it. The moment the person decides to do something, they do something good with, with the money or do something bad with the money. Something you intended to be good ends up being bad. Something that someone wanted to be bad ends up being good. That's why money don't have its own, like, self-direction. It's all based on the people. And... Like, for example, more money you get, 
to probably eat. You probably think, oh, yeah, I could eat good. And then the bad thing is you can end up getting fat. Now that you're fat, uh, it's not good for your health. And um, I don't think people be more interested in you when the fatter you get, in a sense. You know, it's, it's not going to work for us as guys. It's not, definitely not for women. Yeah, they'll lie to you, but you will be a big girl, chunky, juicy girl. No. No, they like you for the to, for the nut up, the nut up game. That's they like you. They don't like you to keep you, and then after that, you gain more weight. Once the kids start dropping, no, they don't. They don't really like you. That's always been a lie. Um, I don't want to keep selling that shit. It's bad, but hey, it's good to you in your mind, and it's bad in reality, in a sense. But I, I'm really seeing that, like at work. Some coworkers be good. Some coworkers are bad, and for some reason, that's what keeps the job. <laughs> that's what keeps the job running. It don't keep it running perfectly. It just keep it running. That's the whole thing. It runs, not to run perfectly, not to run terrible. It just need to run, run. And uh, I just had to share that train of thought real quick. Oh, nothing too much. So I'm watching. I watched Loki the other day, and I'm watching that Wanda Vision right now on this bootleg underground channel. It's in HD though. As I watch, and I thought to myself, I say, I see what the government really does, and like social media in this day and age compared to what it was 40 years ago and shit. Like, think about this. These actors or anything you see in social like entertainers is like they're really good at what they do. Like, for example, there's probably somebody like 15, 10 years old right now, really getting brought up in the Hollywood industry and like really trying to make this like their life and getting seasoned over the years. If male or female, whatever it is they're trying to go through and trying to overcome to become an actor and be all over. Because it's like, now that you got a shit on your phone, your studios, it's possible in so many ways and levels. Like, But what I'm thinking about is the fact that as you sit here being distracted or entertained, as they say, there's other people actually outside right now making like investments and power moves and making certain choices and stuff that's really going to affect you in the long term, even these politicians and all this shit like that. And you, you think about, like, wow. While you sit here, be entertained, and then do the basic stuff you need to do just to make a living, if you don't spend hours and hours and months and months and days and days keeping track of shit, like, on TV shows and TV series, is, uh, unless you get paid to do that, there's a difference. You don't just realize how uh, you're out of touch with reality in the world. Or every now and then you can indulge in these things like that. But these people wouldn't be making a living without that. So I see that the reason why they spend so much money is to really draw in and capture people's attention. This outside reality compared to real reality is uh, very, very, very entertaining to the imagination. And so many of us live in our imagination. Which is why they want to keep you in the illusion which you entertain by. And that's the funny thing. It takes a lot of money and smart people to do that. If I'm a rich person, I'll spend a lot of money and time to keep you distracted. If it only costs me $20 million to keep you hypnotized, it it lessens the competition. You, you get me? Like out of the so-called 400 million people we have in America, 400 million people they claim that we got. 400 million people in all these 50, 51 states. And it's like, it's such a small percentage that actually does hold them out of money. And then the small percentage don't want a competition. So y'all get fed garbage, bad education system, you know, uh, unequal access to wealth. But at the, at the end of the day, at least you get to get entertained by music and shit you see on TV and all of that. I'm like, wow, yeah. So you chase the desire and need for money because you get conditioned to do so. 
But at the same time, you can actually find honest, meaningful purpose in the life that you live. If you can escape that illusion to be surrounded and drowned by all of that shit. And that is crazy. So if you find honest means a way of living, you can be fine with that. All of these things, you can sit here and not watch a show for like three years. Then wake up one day and decide you want to watch it. After you spent, what is it, five years on something purposeful and you wanted to take a break and binge watch something for like three months, you have the power to do so. But if you're constantly drawn in by the next thing, which they keep people hypnotized in, it'd be like, wow, only those who are on the other side can actually understand what they're causing to the regular people who succumb to shit like that. Because if you compare celebrities from back in the day, like let's say we got Vin Diesel. He's a hot, hot a meme right now online. So Vin Diesel 20 years ago was on one spectrum of fame and now he's on another spectrum of fame now 20 years later The Rock the same way it's 2021 I think in 2003 was when The Rock first uh, did a film which was called The Rundown I remember seeing that on DirecTV at the release so that was one of the first big film that he probably was in after that it just continued it'll be like something later on two years three years and then yeah you see where The Rock is at now but it was different levels and different sides of fame back then. Now, once you get on that other side full spectrum of fame, you realize you really don't have to do anything. Like it automated, it automates itself compared to when you're trying to scratch your way in and get your way into a certain level of fame. Once you're there, like you don't do anything at that point. You do do stuff. I mean, you still gotta really push. I'm saying is like you in itself just become a money-making machine where people don't got hypnotized by you enough to the point where they just everything you do or get involved in brings massive amounts of money before you had to be private every now and then you pop you show up i think will smith was talking about this about how it changed it's like back then you had to be private you didn't want no kind of nothing leaking or getting out and stuff like that and you know, everyone had to be just in awe of you once your presence came out. Like, when they could see a certain side of you or see you featuring some film or do something. You know, but now it's different. Those who lasted from that side of the generation to this one, you don't have to do anything. Like, it just happened. Other people, they really got to constantly, constantly fight for it. Take, for example, I don't know this girl's name, but I didn't watch it. There was a show called Zoe 101 when I was younger. The main actor got pregnant and blah, 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 this stuff had happened. And now, I don't know, that's just one person. There was a Hilary Duff from Lizzie McGuire when I was a kid. They trying to re- reboot her show because they really trying to reanimate. But those people aren't like the fame that they had back then. They didn't make it into this era popularity. So they revert back into like a sort of in that phase of like they not really wanting it they're not chasing it but it's hard to do because they really miss that kind of sensation and need of them because whatever reason but it's changed now those who've lasted and had an actual means of being able to do that like that's what i'm saying the the business investors and whatever minded people 30 35 years ago if they were in their early 20s now they're 50-something. They were on one spectrum trying to get in. And now they're there. Now they can watch and see, like, wow, it's different on this side how people are brainwashed and people get conditioned want to think and do and say certain things. There's a narrative of being controlled here. Once you break the illusion, you can start making choices to actually see a different world. But as you sit here and watch it like this, it's hard to do that. Okay, it is something 12.07 today. I'm saying this time because it's something to start off the conversation with. That's the reason why I might say the time or the day. There's no real reason on how to really start off one of these podcasts. 
I'm walking out, going to buy me a pair of shoes because uh, my checks, I got a hole in them. So I should uh, buy some pair of shoes. I got $200 last night from the company. They gave me a referral bonus. Some shit about because I worked five jobs. They paid me what I was supposed to get paid. And then they gave me $200 more on top of that. And then something else had given me money. And I just felt all right. I was like, yeah, I feel all okay today. So now, uh, what's it called? I got up. I was like, I just, I just have more money than I usually would need. And I'm just like, maybe something might happen where it's going to cost me to spend this money. So before that happens, I should buy me one or two things for myself. Paid the rent. Paid everything almost. Even I think just my, my credit card's already paid most of them. So I'm just like, yeah, everything's just feel, mm, just there. So I'm going to go get these shoes. And I'm like, wow, when you walk outside, do you get to think outside the box? Because remember, what I was speaking on is like being distracted. Like, since there's so many people right now on Twitter or Instagram or some shit trying to sell you some shit, not to discourage them from doing it, even me, myself, maybe I'll have something to sell somebody or something in the future, but on a different intent and different means, like, something useful, something that you probably may need or want. Like, this guy over here mowing the lawn or some shit, using these battery-powered lawn landscaping machine when i was growing up everything ran on fucking gas now these people could charge up battery shit and just and they in excess on alibaba.com as you can clearly see there's so many of them on walmart stock shelves and home depot now that is just ridiculous it's just saturated here in america with all these things oh look at the kid he fighting the air so, I'm like, where's the opportunity for innovation and creativity with people if everyone's not trying to do the same thing? Like, look at these mailboxes. I'm walking down the street. I'm like, man, they haven't reinvented the mailbox. It would be nice if someone could think up with something that makes mailboxes more something. They just look all beat up and raggedy. Some made a brick. Some made a metal. Maybe I should start selling mailboxes. Just make a new form of mailbox. Maybe add a Bluetooth in that shit. You know, just let you know your mail's in the mailbox. Someone just put mail in your mailbox. I don't know. I'm just winging it here. But you just can see what I mean by where when you could actually be out in life and seeing it what there's a need for and what's just not necessary when you're online scrolling. And that's going to make a break what you do with your time in reality. More and more they draw you into trying to be on these things. It's not very useful. What else is it that's out there that uh, people could really like to use? I don't know. Making this up as I go... Because I'm looking at the real world as I walk down the street on my way to buy these pair of shoes. Because there's only a small amount of people that's really in that box. And it's not right. You see, people innovate some stuff and they just lose their minds. You know? You can be that one person that can think of something and make it useful for people to use. And humans appreciate that. You know? Damn, my face is cooking right now in the sun. There's no clouds over here. And damn, these people grass grow fast. I see why they always cutting it every week. Holy shit. I was like, every time I see this man, he was cutting his grass. Now I get it, bro. This shit grew faster than I can't even explain. It was not even a week ago and a week before that. This shit is just dick. (sighs) Yeah, you take your nice long walks out in the day, 30 minutes. You walk out. 
just, you can feel nature. This is what it's all about. Hopefully, no cop tries to harass you and ask you questions. They don't need to be asking you. Hopefully. You know? Applies to my black listeners. And Hispanics, too. But... I dig- I think, yeah, that was random. I think racism is not a bad thing. And in the context, if I was talking to myself about this and didn't put it on the podcast, or I did say it, let me reiterate what I mean by that. I think racism is okay in a sense where if the world had equality, if I knew that if I did something and this system was fair, racism would be fine because equality wouldn't dictate justice and fairness would be actually sold to the point where it wouldn't matter about me being black or white, or racism wouldn't be a problem. That man could call me black and I could call him white, where in this current reality, it's not fair. So it's like, why people be mad that they can't say nigga and shit? The racist one say nigga with some malice behind it. When I say crack, when I say they white folks, I really about no racism or anything behind it because I'm not got no real power or anything like that behind me to do anything about it in a sense. The black folk not together as people like that in this country where you know that if something was to happen to you you're going to get the equal treatment that you should get to where your white counterpart would. That's where I'm like, that's where racism in that, in that kind of reality, it'll be fair where money was even like, we all got treated with the same kind of respect where you're not bothered. I mean, I see you as equal and you see me as equal. So if we call me black and I call him white, there's no sense of, like, there's this undertone of some resentment or some kind of hatred. If we was using the word nigga or nigger in that reality, you wouldn't be bothered. Because why? All that racism that happened, the way it happened in this country, the murderings, the lynchings, if that never took place and being slaves in Africa where... The same way if you do something to the Chinese people, they got the whole Asian community, even the damn China will come over on this bitch and make a scene. We had Africa over here, they know that. So they would never do anything and nobody would feel in this sense where they got to retaliate like that. You know, that's a racism. If if racism exists in in a world like that, it wouldn't be a problem. And it's hard to fathom what I'm saying about that because people just think, oh my God. That sounds so crazy and ridiculous. What this guy's saying is because you can't really put your head in perspective where if there was a world where everyone was equal, you wouldn't be bothered by a black man walking into the store and shit like that. You would, we wouldn't be paranoid of a white kid coming to school and all black with a big backpack for some reason, you know? Like all, all of them things, them stereotype prejudices, if it wasn't an equal world, I wouldn't be a bother. Oh my God. I think it feels like it's longer to walk anywhere when you got sandals on. Put on sandals and I'm just feeling like this lock, this walk feel longer. Cause it's something about it just not, you gotta hold it. So it just don't fly off your foot when you're walking. You don't feel like you can move as fast. You can't tell that to Luffy in one piece. Dude be walking around the sandals all day. It's real, you see him in fucking boots. I remember that nigga used to be fighting in snow in some of them episodes with damn sandals on. And then when he used his, uh, what's it called? His, uh, shit. His third gear. He would be making that big foot. I'm like, the sandal don't expand too. And then when he, uh, do, uh, second gear and he moves so fast, I'm like, yo, this nigga be kicking people. You know the animators and writers have to think about all them little details. Because like, how does motherfucker walk around with these sandals and shit and it'd be fine? Even with his straw hat that they've been trying to keep a thing. I should have commented on what I was watching with WandaVision. But you guys, you know me. When it comes to an opportunity, I can speak on something that I actually got rolling. I will get into it. But at the same time, you see that I have to actually be a real person. And speak real thoughts and shit. So... But I haven't really changed what I was talking about last year when I first started this podcast. It's just been more so 
that you readjust yourself. Because when I started the podcast, I was in a different kind of space in time, I'm going to say. So, as I readjust into this city and state and come to terms with what the things I'm going to have to be dealing with and doing for the time that I'm here, I just now and then have to speak on stuff and mention things and do certain things. So, you guys really probably get an idea of what I may be like or really am like. If things was to so some somehow, whatever, you know, I win the lottery. Yeah. You know. And then those gold diggers wanna listen to my podcast and think you really understand me and just think I'm so outside the box. Wanna understand because you know they just want a guy like me. So amazing. You're just Wow. You were alone in this city, overcoming so much, and you became really rich, and you and you want to help people. You want to help people do businesses and have creative ideas. You want to go to other countries and travel. This is so heartwarming. Oh, my God. I want to be your wife, you know? Because of you, how special you are. And the things you do, yeah. Let's say that happens. And I'm hungry. I refrain to try and go buy anything. I'll be like really realizing how much when you buy small things that adds up. Uh, Burger King here, shrimp fried rice, son of a bitch did that on purpose. Burger King here, donuts there. Shrimp fried rice here. Actually, let me go buy some. If I forget, because uh, I want to eat eggs. That was a truck, believe it or not. That wasn't the charger from earlier. A truck made that noise. A fucking truck sounded like a charger. That was a Ford XLT. Now I'm too much in the street, so I'm going to have to end it here. It's the afternoon. I've been up early, guys. It's 12.27. I'm staring at this ceiling. And I'm thinking to myself. She's gone. but I'm still here. But I actually think with this level of uh, there's a level of uh, love I think the human mind and the human heart can have internally. Right? That each person Gauge from what they've been taught what that word is and what they come to understand and probably feel it, right? Let me just not rant on real quick. Now, at the same time, there is a level of hate that each individual person has and that they can understand, that they can understand also. I'm like, what is it that they have in common? Because I can sense a level of commonality between the two like the amount of hate you could probably have for somebody can't be described into words like I think even if you was a multi-millionaire billionaire I think it does conflict because power and hate power and love Power is a deciding factor. When you have the power of love, I think it's very... It could be very, very something. I don't know. Because I don't think I'm on that spectrum most of the time. When you have the power of hate, I think it actually... It it probably has a little bit more leeway. 
It's all depends on the level of hate you can have and think and conceive. Like, if you really hate, if you was a billionaire, you hated something so badly. The length and effort you'll put into destroying the thing that which you hate so much because internally I'm thinking about then after that I think about on the flip side when it comes to the power of love I'm like the amount of love you could have for something or another person does it hold the same weight compared to hate I'm trying to think about it like in the same concept but it's like With my kind of brain, I can only... I stop at this point. My brain stops. It's a weird thing. As much as my brain tends to be rushing and speeding. But when it comes to those two things right there, it stops. It really has no form to process past that point. I'm trying to think and uh, there's nothing clicking. I'm thinking I'm just like the power of love and the amount of love you have for someone to want it's like the power of love does it mean to die the power of hate does it mean kill on both spectrums I'm like you can love someone with so much power that you would die for them like parents love their kids well not every parent let me pause so parents love their kids so much they would die for their kids there's some emotional people and uh people in prison right now that that hate someone so much that they'll kill that person you see that spectrum, like love and hate have a spectrum where they meet on. And I'm thinking about it. It's just like, how do you get caught in the middle? I don't think, am I that one person where you just in the middle? It's like limbo because you can't cross either side. And you're stuck there. What does your mind do? What happens to your reality? It becomes a very thing where it's like, well, now you gotta face everything else to work on. But then you watch people and you look at situations that people get themselves in. He was once in a close situation like that. And then you start to think, man, the factors of love and hate with that fuel injection of power power I guess probably can vary, vary from whatever circumstance you use power but adding power power and hate and power of love without that power and you just have the one component it's just that raw emotion then you add power into it, man, that does change some things. That's what I'm thinking about. Because I've run out of stuff to do when it comes to thinking about for today. And like the four hours I've been up. I'm trying to conserve on going outside to not spend money. Well, when you walk out that door, Whatever compels you, if you really don't have no money, you can't spend anything. But, like, even if you had $20, your ass is trying to figure out a way to buy some, even if it's a $5 or $3. I'm staying in to avoid that. And then when I stay inside, thoughts racing in the head. Ugh.
I just stepped outside. This guy's neighbor's a neighbor got someone mowing the lawn. His blow dryer looks really fun. So he didn't see me walk outside and I sat in his chair. He wearing a face mask and some headphones on. It's not until he blew like a good amount of leaves and he saw us sitting there like, oh shit, I'm sorry. But uh, he do something so simple, which is landscaping, cutting grass and trimming stuff. And I'm like, if he had not done this and other people have not done this, yards would be looking crazy all across the planet. Something so tedious and so small we overlook. I guess some people want deeper meaning in what they do, right? I'll be talking about stuff like that. And then if you look, just think about just a little bit more, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why does it have to have meaning in everything that you want to do? You could easily do this the next 15 years and just clock out for whatever reason, just something random, just clock him out and that was it. There was no meaning in what he did while he was alive. But then I think about the sun. Think about the sun. Does the sun have a meaning in what it does every day when it shines? Does the sun even care that we're here right now? Because it shines day in and day out. I don't even know if it's shining day in and day out because to be honest, it could have died a long time ago. We wouldn't know. But they said in billions of years, it would actually die. But for now, while it's still around, it's like, does the sun actually care? That it shines? Does it have a meaning in what it does? Does it, feel, does it have a purpose? You think in relation to shit like that that you see people do all the time? I'm thinking about that. And cinnamon Toast Crunch goes good with almond milk. I'm going to tell you that right now. I just had some. just remember something right now growing up right i used to my mom used to send me to this chinese store in the plaza where uh she'll buy shit because she didn't feel like cooking and shit i remember this one day i never forget man we would go to this place for years the chinese store it was called the sabal plaza i don't know if it's still there now and shit since i left Miami. but I'm gonna tell you where I was at. <clears throat> I think I stayed on 237 Northeast 55th Street. Apartment one. Well, we first came, we moved into apartment two. Then I put moved to apartment one. But it was right there across from that, that dental plaza, and there's a gas station. And that'd be the Jewish hospital. So right in that plaza, I don't know what they call it now. It might be some new name because. Spanish people or some Jewish people don't bought the whole property. Let me get to the detail. I was since a kid to the point they just knew me by like face, you know. The the, the only two black people that was working there. It's two Haitians, the rest is Chinese because they had to at least hire the people that was in the neighborhood because they didn't want shit to go down. Them black people folks was there for years. But how about one day? I swear to God, I was 10 cents short. Dog ain't want to give me the food. And I was young, and I looked my pot to myself. I said, damn, I've been coming here all these years. This nigga, I said, whoa. It's not until he just paused for a second, and then he just, like, gave me the shit. And I was like, damn. This dude's not gonna just play the fool for 10 cents, dog. That shit tripped me out. See how old I was back then. I was like, what, 13? I think I remember that time. It was like, I was in middle school. I was like, yo, this dude was not gonna let me slide. And I had been buying since I was like, what, seven? When I could walk over there with my parents sit in the car and then let me go into the store. And 
and I was like 13. I was like, yo, dude, seriously not gonna give me pants? When you can literally go outside and find some pennies on the floor. And that's when I knew how these motherfuckers was greedy. And let me that shit. There's so much homosexuality in this city. A nigga can walk around with booty shorts. You cannot be gay. You could just felt like you didn't want to put on some pants. In the back of your mind, they would just be like, they wouldn't be bothered that you're gay. It's just crazy as fuck. Just think about it. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, How you doing? I'm cool. I want to get shrimp fried rice with tilapia. Yes, no one. You say twelve thirty-five. Here you go. Damn, my guy tipping up a storm back there. You hear that, man? Oh, I get a drink with this one? Huh? No? Talking to her. I wasn't looking. Huh? I wasn't looking. She gave me a cup. Talking to. I'm talking to me. I have mental health problems. Huh? Okay, I'm talking to me. so weird that uh it's 10 30 in the morning just got off the bus uh i heard birds chirping and sound like it's all peaceful and i'm literally right here next to the highway and traffic in a mall anyway why i start i thought to myself real quick i was like wait a second here i was like all that stimulus check money and all the money that they gave them, that they just printed, I was like, wait, doesn't that mean there's gonna be more money, but there's also still gonna be more debt for the money that they don't have to represent what they just made? Like, if they spent two, two trillion and then 1.2 trillion, but you don't have resources to match the money you just printed, there's going to be more money physically, but there's not going to be enough resources. And that would mean that people all this magical money, there's going to be more money, but everything is going to have to cost more. Because it's like, if everybody got all these stimulus checks. Let's say if 300,000 people all got $1,500 and they, everybody was like, oh shit, we're going to run and buy uh, multiple iPhones, which they probably did. That would raise the sales on iPhone and then that would make Apple richer but then that would stress out the resources to make the iPhones that they probably getting and then they have to raise the price for them the damn iPhones because uh, the material that it costs to make it and shit would go down 
So my whole thing is that once you do that, it starts shifting around in so many areas. Okay, if people can't get iPhones, then people are just like, okay, I'm going to go to Galaxies. And then after that, Galaxies going to have to raise day prices. It's just going to keep shifting. Because the money Apple's probably going to make from all of that shit, they spend their money on something. I don't know whether they put it into the company or the stock market. And then they invest that money. That's for plus some money. Uh, whatever they want to buy. Let's say Apple likes to spend their money on uh, Amazon. Amazon gets a surplus of 200 or $300 million. And then they go and use their money into whatever it is they do. They go buy into Tesla. And Tesla gets a surplus of, what, $600 million of shit. And I'm like, hold on a second here. This moving money around and doing all of this crazy shit looks like to me at the end of the day. It's going to be excess nonsense. Oh, that's the unit manager. Damn, it's calling this shit. You guys ordered? You ordered? No. Uh, this segment I want to talk about is just for us guys. Because some guys probably can't relate to anything that I've said that may be nonsense. It may not be nonsense. If you think you're better than me, good. I hope you are better than me. But if you just feel like you're just better than me because you don't think and relate to shit that I say because of the world that you grew up in and you, you, you live that way, that is completely... You're such a dick. You know that? I hope you choke on a dick. But if you're gay, then hope you choke on a vagina. But no, what I was going to say is um, I got this thing where just now I'm like, man, you succumbing to certain technicalities as you become an adult or you you're living as an adult almost close to 30 or you probably 35 you realize not shit has really changed it's just that you just have to work and pay bills the essence of being a grown-up don't really have much value to it so you can probably have fun as an adult what i mean by have fun as an adult is that see how these the generation has shifted where gaming you can get paid to be a gamer and if you grew up in the 2000s if you was already 20 in the 2000s and then you 40 right now in 2020 is a whole different prospect where you just knew how to work and maintain and save and just probably make the right choices and discipline yourself if you was born in 95 and then you probably where i'm at right now it's the shift where it's like being a grown-up don't feel all that what you thought it was going to be as a kid some people probably have different morals and practices what i'm talking about necessarily is just like now when you're dealing with trials and shit that you have to do as a grown-up, yeah. Some people got it right and some people don't. But I'm like, man, being a guy on top of that has so many obstacles of you trying to see what kind of guy that you want to be. And it's like, shit, you could be any kind of guy that you want to be if you can, like, think that you can really uphold it. You don't know if that's how innately you should be. Like, people that wake up and want to pretend to be somebody new. Idiots that you probably went to high school with. You see their character switches and shit. If they haven't made it out their neighborhood, if they didn't die or nothing happened to them, that's too dire. They moved to a whole new city. They have to adapt. And you see certain characters. It's like, wow. They can be that kind of person. Is that really them? Is that the person I used to know? I'm like, wow. This goes on in people's minds, believe it or not, besides just me. I just chose to put it in the podcast. Because why? Maybe I'll go to another country someday and just be gone. And maybe this might still be up for people that probably come across it someday. Who knows? Who knows? Not me. Holy shit. That scared the shit out of me. The window. (laughs) 
the window was vibrating because of the wind reflection. And I thought the car was behind me bouncing. My shift is about to start in one hour. Mission success. I keep getting emails. Don't tell me what the fuck is in the email. Lexington long-term project. 9 September to December. Three months. 22 an hour. Sometimes you just have the energy in the day. And other days, no. I think I'm learning what my days are. Because now that it's Thursday, going into Friday and Saturday, I'm like thinking to myself, yo, I think I need to work Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then I'll have Thursday and Friday and Saturday just not to do shit. I'm going to have to rotate it. That's what I'm going to try. End of the week, more packages get delivered, honestly, I'm thinking, compared to the beginning of the week. I don't know. I'm going to see... I think probably next month I'll change it. Yeah, I'll change it next month. 